Capricorn doesn't really care what people think, but they know what power your social status holds if you want to be a successful individual, mm -hmm. um, which Capricorn does want to do. So if you are in their circle or you're their partner and you're, you know, tearing down their reputation, they're going to think of you as a liability. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, Aries and motherfucking Gemini are a fucking liability. Yes. Every time, everywhere, yes. every second since they were born. personally like it's been a crazy day like i mean it's been a very crazy there's a motherfucking day. coup yeah there's a fucking coup like so there's like y'all are gonna hear this like a couple days you know after the, after coup, the coup happened but like y'all we're in a coup we're in a coup right right now white supremacists vice white supremacists the vice the vice I think that we should only speak to them in, in that way. In that the and the thing is, as you can see, I'm shaking my hand. And now it's goodies. turned to Italian. <laughs> and went from vampire to Italian. Speaking of Italian, they closed the only Olive Garden we have in San Francisco. They did. And the thing with that for me is, is that... I feel like I can't have too much of a reaction because it's like, damn, why are you riding so hard for Olive Garden? They're basic as fuck. Fair. But a part of me feels sad. Them breadsticks? I love them breadsticks. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, okay, Olive Garden's little, like, salad, that shit smacks. It, All right? it be smacking. I also have some fun memories at Olive Garden. And the one that was by state, state. You know what I mean? So we had Olive Garden right by college. So whenever I think of fancy dinners in college, I exactly. think of Exactly. You Garden. would go to Olive Garden. <laughs> but then it's like, every time I remember my family would visit, and they'd be like, okay, so like, what restaurant do you want to go to, Sarah? Like, where, where are we going when we come to get you? And I'm like, Olive Garden. Oh, and they're like, the disgusting, right. oily American food. <laughs> I'm like, this is the best shit i had you're like what do you mean it's fucking delicious how dare you breadsticks endless salad like what do you mean right anyway one of the things i kind of really wanted to touch on at the beginning of this podcast that randomly just like came to me when i was having like a nervous breakdown today <laughs> was i feel like just the difference between not the difference or the relationship between productivity and relaxation mm. I feel like the older I'm getting, the more I want to find the perfect balance between the two. And, like, not that I... I mean, yes, I have a hard time finding the balance, but I know I do a better job than most people. But it still doesn't take away from the fact that when I have those days where I can't find the balance, like, it drives me insane. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I agree. I As you were speaking of this, <laughs> I was kind of thinking of myself in that... I think in some ways I'm pretty bad at like balancing the two because mm -hmm. it's like there are times where I'm like overly productive and then it's really hard for me to relax afterwards mm -hmm. or there are times where I'm being really relaxed and then I'm like it's so hard for me to get motivated to be productive you know what I mean and then when I'm in it sometimes and I'm like thinking I'm at a happy balance I'm being productive 
but I'm sitting in a really comfortable way. Like I'm on a couch or I'm like kind of being oh, lazy with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And sometimes, not always, but sometimes I think that's like inhibiting my productivity to a certain extent because I'm like, I'm still relaxed in a way. Yeah. But also I think to be productive, like you need to be comfortable in your environment. So like, it's like a, that's kind of where I'm struggling with like the productivity and like, uh, being like, you know, relaxed personally, because it's like, I'm realizing like I do when I'm working really hard, I do like to sit on a couch, Mm -hmm. but how far does that go? You know what I mean? When do you move from that couch then? You know? Right. Cause like if you're relaxing on the couch, should you always be working on the couch? How do you know what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I get that, but I thought it was interesting that you were saying that just because of the fact that we had this idea of what productivity is supposed to be like in our heads, like such as like maybe sitting on a desk or like at a coffee shop, you know, like on a wooden chair, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, who's to say that the person that's sitting on the couch doing their work isn't more productive than the person that looks like they're being productive? You know what I mean? So that's like, very true. that's my whole thing. And like, Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like the more comfortable I am, the better work that I do. Like, I do a lot... During quarantine, I do a lot of my work on my bed. I know that's probably not the best, and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) You should only be on your bed when you're sleeping, because that's what everyone says, because everyone's a doctor. Right. But, like, shut the fuck up. Like, that's not what I do, and I still fall asleep on my bed. Maybe, yes, maybe I'll sleep better if I don't do everything on my bed, but at the end of the day, if I'm comfortable is when I do the... Best my best work because I'm cozy and it makes me not want to leave that space and if that's my space where I'm being productive it's a good thing if I don't want to leave it because it mm-hmm. means I'm still working right like I can hunker down and be productive yeah but it's like you're right but sometimes I feel like I get in my head I'm like how productive am I being if I'm like semi-comfortable right now but, should, but the thing is, that's should annoying. I be breaking it like, up? What do you mean? Like, you should no. be uncomfortable to be productive? Like, that sounds like capitalism, literally. Like, no, for you sure. You be fucking for uncomfortable sure. when you're fucking working, because, listen, you're making me money, okay? You're not here for your American dream, bitch. No, it's true. It's true. And I feel like sometimes I do think, like, okay, like, it's fine. Like, you can fucking, like, lay in your bed, lay on the couch all day long as long as you're doing your work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then there are other days where I am sitting in my bed because, like, this is the pattern, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been there for, like, hours, and now I'm just, like, scrolling. And, and I sh- you're feeling I, and, shitty. And I'm feeling shitty, and I'm like, damn, I wish I would have gone on a walk. I wish I would have broken from my bed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, I almost needed to do it earlier in the day, but I didn't. That's what I was going to say. I personally feel like we always know when it's going to be that type of day, and we know that today... It feels like I should probably get up and leave my room. And sometimes we don't do that, even though we know that, like, that's what we need. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could know if we were doing that on purpose because we needed a self-care day or because we just really can't do it today. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't know that, but I do know that a lot of the times I could have known that it was going to be that kind of day earlier. I I just chose not to do it. Yeah. You know? Mm hmm And another thing I was having issue with and I, it's, it's a constant issue for me on days where I feel like I don't know if I'm being lazy or if maybe I just need to relax. Like, today I felt so, so annoyed because I feel like no matter what I got done on my checklist, I had something else to do. And, like, those days, like, I feel so annoyed because I just want to be lazy. But then on days where I'm lazy, I find something to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So, so like, I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah, so I'm like, is this, what, is this my Capricorn rising? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do I feel worthless when yeah. I literally am not being productive? Mm-hmm. And it's like, who's to say you sitting there with your emotions and figuring life out and just being with your own thoughts isn't productive? Like, mm-hmm. is that not good enough for mm-hmm. me? That's, and then I start going down that rabbit hole of like, what is wrong with me and why can't I relax, you know? Yeah. But then it's like I am relaxing and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why aren't I productive? And what I'm really trying to say is capitalism has fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Because I'm having a hard time finding value for myself unless it's work-related or productivity-related. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can totally relate to that. Yeah? I feel like we've talked about this a lot, and I feel like you've had to, like, encourage me to be like, Maya, you are not your job. Do not get yeah, so, and like, I, you know I what I mean? about it, but And, and you know what I mean? And I know at the end of the day, like, I am not my job, but I still put a lot of value into it, into what, you know, people at work think of me. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us do, but it's, like, so fucking stupid because they're not giving any two thoughts about us, you know what I mean? And, like, they don't actually... I mean, a lot of these companies don't genuinely actually care about our well-being. You know what I mean? They care about their fucking bottom dollar. So... why are we, like, driving ourselves... Your role's turnover rate is probably so high, and we think that, like, they're looking at us, like, oh, my God, I find so much value in you. They don't give a fuck. And we're sweating over, like, how can I be more productive for you? Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like, we're literally about you. breaking our backs, thinking how we can do more. Mm-hmm. And or, like, I remember, like, not wanting to take too much vacation or days off because it made me look bad or mm-hmm. made me look like an ungrateful. What the fuck does that even mean? If you have available time to take off, you take that shit off. Ain't nobody sitting there thinking about, it looks right. like you don't like your job because you like to go on vacation. Right. Like, what? Are you such a square bear that you don't Look, like your family and you don't want to, like, spend... Literally. You can't find something to do with the bit of time. <laughs> Anywhere from three days to three weeks, you know what I mean? I think is like, the average yeah. t- vacation time that any company will give. So, why wouldn't you take those days? 100%. For yourself. It's all, honestly, just call out. I don't give... They don't care... Do it. Call out whenever you want to. Take mental health days whenever you want to. There will always be another job. There will always be other people Mm -hmm. who are going to value you more than the last place, even if it's by a little bit. I promise you there will be. Pray. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My final point related to this topic, I guess, like, I didn't come up with a lot of New Year's resolutions or any, really, but when I was really thinking about it, one of the things I want to work on this year, it's not a New Year's resolution. It's just something that I want to be mindful of this year is how much value I place in my other identities. Identities that aren't related to me working on, you know, my passion projects or work, just, like, my other identities and, like, what makes me feel good about the kind of person I'm being, Mm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I want to put more value to that. Yeah. And I want to also think of self-care time as productivity time. It is. Because I'm doing things to make myself better, you know? Yeah. When you were saying that, I was thinking, I was like, you should think of, like, your self-care routine as, like, being productive, Mm -hmm. but for you. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That is, like, a productive relaxation thing Mm -hmm. that you and, like, other people can be doing for themselves. You know what I mean? Who also struggle with, like, this same thing of being, like, oh, you know. Yeah. You know? And I just feel like when it comes to, like, my interpersonal relationships, too, every time I'm hanging out with anyone, whether it's my friends or my boyfriend, 
I get to see my family more, I'm going to start thinking about it as like, I mean, this is so Capricorn, as productivity time. But like, <laughs> productivity time in the sense that I'm looking at this as time to like get to know them better, understand their perspective better, and just like build that intimacy in our relationship where it's just us time and I'm not thinking about other things that I could be doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying I think about other things I could be doing when I'm with the people I love, but like, I feel like as a human in 2021, it's hard not to think about everything else you could be doing when you're doing something because we're just rarely present. For sure. Like, I mean, I don't think you're wrong to say that, like, we often think about what's <clears> coming <throat> up next rather than now. what we have right going in on in us. front of us. Or also, we're stuck in the past, you know what I mean? Always. Thinking about, you know, how, how good it was or gone. how it could have been or whatever, you know? It's, it's very, so it is actually really, really rare, I feel like, for people to live in the present moment. Right. It's one of the hardest things to do. It is. I genuinely I feel like you feel. actively have to make it a point to do that. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So, if actually this is your first time here, this is the Charmed and Dangerous podcast. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm Maya. And, you know, we're charming and we're dangerous. You know mm-hmm. the spiel. And if you don't, go follow us on YouTube. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube, we are Charmed and Dangerous. Charmed, A-N, dangerous, all one word. Mm-hmm. So, on our YouTube, we post two YouTube videos a week, and then we pose two questions in those videos that we discuss on this podcast. So, welcome. Are you ready for the first topic, Maya? You know I am. Okay, so the first topic is all about Capricorns, Mm -hmm. and happy Capricorn season, you guys. Yes. All right, the question is, who is the worst match for Capricorn? <laughs> who is the worst love match for Capricorn? <clears throat> Maya, who you got? Okay, so I kind of picked two, but I'll say my first one first. Okay. Which is, I said Aries. Okay. And I say Aries I because... Mean, yeah, that square. That square yeah. don't feel good. I feel like Aries... Well, first of all, Capricorn is a boss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Caps are bosses mm-hmm. and aries also want to be a boss yeah so i <laughs> don't go right together. and they don't go right together They're both very domineering. like a scorpio and a capricorn boss yeah. could possibly go together mm-hmm. you know what i mean aries doesn't take back seat uh-uh capricorn doesn't like giving up right front seat and i also <laughs> feel like the way aries moves like capricorn <clears throat> is just not fucking with it like aries is impulsive fiery like they're like yeah. Let me, like, strike first. And Capricorn's like, I'm going to think about this logically, and I have yeah. a structured plan, and I'm going to strike when the moment is right. Yeah. And Aries like, let's go! Literally, Aries <laughs> is like... literally going to spill all the Capricorn secrets before Capricorn yeah. is ready. And which also right. relates to the person I picked. I picked Gemini. I feel mm. like mm-hmm. Gemini and Capricorn, to me, are so incompatible I feel like Gemini would embarrass the fuck out of Capricorn every (laughs) day. Gemini would say some shit every day. Capricorn would be so embarrassed by their partner. Like, literally go home and cry themselves to sleep. Because the status that they took so long to build is crashing down because they have this messy-ass partner who can't keep their mouth shut. It's so unattractive to them. don't get mad at me. I have a Gemini moon. Right. And a Capricorn rising. It's true. And you know what? 
I love an Aries and a Gemini mouth. You know what I mean? And I love it's them different together. It's Aries different, and Gemini right? to me is great. <laughs> right. Now Capricorn in the mix is mm. looking it's, real, real awkward. It's, it's not like that. good. It's like it's you know good. when like your parent got to the party a little too early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you told them, you know what I mean? Like they're like there and they get to see what was actually happening. What was really going like, on? Like that's what happens when Capricorn walks into a room and there's mm-hmm. like their Gemini partner or their Aries right. partner. It's like, oh my god this is what you do when I'm not here. Right. So you just pretend like you're a little normal when I'm here. Right. Got they it. They think it's, oh gosh, they find it so unattractive. No, the do. way that they That's pop thing, off though. like that. Cause it's like, un, <clears throat> it's uncontrollable to them too. I think it is. And I feel like Aries and Gemini, both these signs don't care about what people think of them. Mm-hmm. And true. The thing is, Capricorn doesn't really care what people think, but they know what power your social status holds if you want to be a successful individual, Mm -hmm. um, which Capricorn does want to do. So if you are in their circle or you're their partner and you're, you know, tearing down their reputation, they're going to think of you as a liability. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, Aries and motherfucking Gemini are a fucking liability. Every time, everywhere, every second since they were born. You know, I w- it was funny because when I was thinking about this question, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Capricorns would not be fucking with, I feel like, in general, fire or air signs. I was going like, to say Capricorn don't fuck with nobody. No, like, they don't fuck like, with like, anybody. They, even if you think they're <laughs> fucking with you, I promise they're you they're not. <laughs> but, like, I feel like for sure, like, worst matches, like, in general, like, they should not be dating fire or air at signs. At all. At all. They just should not. You just shouldn't, and like, bark up that tree. Just don't. You're not ready for all that. You just, You just don't want that. You don't. And the thing is, a lot of, a lot of, I feel like, fire and air signs, like, they hate being held accountable. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we don't want you either. And Capricorn love loves you. holding, like, they uh-huh. love, I'm telling you, they love having one-on-ones with every person in their life. Like, it doesn't even have to be at work. They, like, just, all they want to do is talk to you about how you can improve No, they want to bring it up. Yeah, You know do. what I mean? Like, I feel like fire and air signs... If some Shove it shit, under the rug. Right. If some shit popped off, they want to, like, leave it back there. They don't want to talk about right. it. We could just move on. And Capricorn's like, no, I need to talk about what happened. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, I mean, Earth and Water Signs, like, yeah, I mean, we, we you know what I mean? About you, it y'all need to talk about it. Because I like it. reliving in it. Do you remember? Do you remember right. when we hated and each like, other? Right. And I'm like, yeah, I remember. I don't want to talk about that. again. Bro. You don't like that? No. Oh, my God. Let's talk about it. Let's I, cry. I'm let's sorry I made you feel that way, and I just would rather not. And they're like. But you made me feel this way, and I need you to understand that you betrayed me. <laughs> I honestly feel like Earth and Water Signs love makeup sex so much that they're always trying to trigger each other. Like, they're always trying to... Is that is what like, it is? It's like, let's see who can trigger each other the most. You know, I'll trigger you first, and then you trigger me, and then we're going to have sex. Yay! Fun! <laughs> Drama, trauma. <laughs> Another reason why I feel like Gemini and Capricorn are not compatible is because they have very, very, very different senses of humor. I feel like Capricorn is very, very dry humor, and Gemini is the opposite of that. It's that loud, like, so in-your-face humor that's just, like, you know, that original joke. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And, like, I feel like Capricorn won't laugh at their jokes, and that's going to hurt Gemini's feelings. <laughs> And Capricorn's going to say some really funny, dark, sarcastic shit. And mm-hmm. Gemini's going to look at them like, are you being serious? And that's no, you're going to throw Capricorn off. Because, like, they sure. worked so hard on that joke. And, like, everyone else laughed. But their Gemini partner didn't laugh. Which means, right. like, are you, like, okay? Right. 
It's like, do you understand the darker you side of the me, humor? Like, like, it took me this long to finally make a joke around 100%. you, and you don't even appreciate it. No. I feel like Scorpios, Sagittarius, and Capricorns, like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like all of our, like, dark, sadistic jokes are just my fave. Like, I yeah. love our, when we're dry, when we're, like, bitchy. Like, I just love us three Yeah, so it's much. the best. <laughs> I feel like... Like so, so I feel much. like it was like the other signs, and then it was Scorpio, Sag, Capricorn, <laughs> death. You know what right. I mean? Like we just love laughing about <laughs> death. We love making jokes that are dark and like that take it there. We like to end no. it with the joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't want. We don't like to leave any room for interpretation. Like you know what we meant. What we meant was dark as fuck, and either you fuck with it or you right. don't. And if you a real one, you do. You do. <laughs> and you and you like the like weird truth and like reality to mm-hmm. our sadistic mm-hmm. like shit you know that's you know? the thing that's the beauty that's the <laughs> thing i feel like a lot of times i made jokes around people who probably weren't a capricorn scorpio or sagittarius and they didn't understand it and i felt like they wanted to because they saw that other people understood it but like they didn't know how to do it and i feel like at that point i realized that like they're not my person because right. like you, you just didn't get it, and I don't want to explain it to you. You and know I what I mean? have to. And, like, it makes me feel awkward already that, like, you didn't get it, and that right. I have to explain it. <laughs> right, I'm like, mm, have you lived a life? Yeah. You know, partially, because, like, I feel like my best jokes are, like, dark. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then if you haven't experienced life, maybe you don't find it funny? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it annoys me because I feel like they usually are almost, like, judging you for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, my God, you should get there. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, you've never experienced anything right. like this. Is everything happy-go-lucky with you? Right, like, you can't find, like, the fucking humor in the tragedy? Clearly not. Okay. Clearly I'll you don't just know go pain then. like I do. Right. Clearly. <laughs> we'll just fuck off then. <laughs> no, for sure. 100%. And also just Capricorn, I feel like, is just hard to impress. You know what I mean? Like, really hard to impress. So, to be, you know what I mean, someone that they're actually (laughs) interested in, you have to have a lot going for you. For sure. All right, y'all, moving on to our second topic for the day. Mm. And we're going to be talking about how to handle the player who be texting you. The fuck boy! The fuck boy! That's right, I can say fuck boy! boy. That's right, that's right. We had a whole ass series (sighs) on YouTube. And I was like, let's call Great it the series. fuck boy who. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, because why not? We should just call it the fuck boy who. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And like the fuck boys be doing all the shit. doing all the shits. So tell me why. We're talk- I mean, they are our besties. I'm like, yeah. I'm talking to them like they know. But you, you know. You know. Okay. okay, they've been third. <laughs> right. So basically, YouTube got us monetized. Mm-hmm. And after we got monetized, we any word that had, yeah, that had... You know, a cuss word was inappropriate. Something that advertisers wouldn't want to put their commercial in front of mm-hmm. basically gets demonetized. So all of our fuckboy videos, which are is like, a lot, yeah, are getting demonetized. So <laughs> we were like, "What the fuck?" So we named it the Player Who. But yeah. I forgot that we're on the podcast and on the motherfucking podcast. I can we fucking can cuss fucking all say what the fuck day, we want to fucking say. Shit, bitch, fuck. So yeah, we talking about the fuckboy who only texts or calls after midnight, okay? And what to do, do you set the boundary with this man's or person who keeps texting you, calling you? Do you ghost them, or do you tell them to just like completely fuck off? 
Like, do you set that boundary, like, nicely, like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, I really like you, like, you know what I'm saying? Or do you just be like, nah, like, ghost? Or do you be like, fuck you, you got me so fucked up, I gotta let you know, real New Yorker, like, like you know what I mean? As I'm wearing my Tims right now, I'm so right. pissed. <laughs> Out here. No. But awesome. So what you real- do? What you do? What would you do? Well... If you watched the video, you already know that I exposed myself with a story of what had happened was. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, where it happened to me, where I was like, you know, I thought I was going to hang out with him, and he didn't hit me up till way late. Like, this was a while ago when I was mm-hmm. young and, and, you know, singling. Mm-hmm. And, singling. Uh, I like Singling. And yeah, so he hit me up at one. Meanwhile, I had already taken off all my makeup. I was sitting there, like, looking like a little egg, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not hanging out with my man's. <laughs> like, my man's was not my man. You forget about me or what? Yeah, but then he hit me up, and I was like, you know what, Sarah? You have two options. A, you could be chill and just not text him anymore. You know what I mean? He already showed you his true colors. Leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Or you could rage text him. <laughs> and I loved rage texting back then. I still love it now, but I don't do it because I'm a mature grown woman. <laughs> but yeah, when I rage texted him, obviously I regretted it the next morning because I felt dumb, but it felt so good mm-hmm. when I was doing it. But to me, at that point, it showed them that I care. And that was embarrassing to me because they showed me how much they didn't care mm-hmm. by only hitting me up later, even though we had plans to hang out earlier. Mm-hmm. So anyway, long story short, when I'm thinking about this question now, I personally think you should just, you know, tell him to fuck off completely. Because mm-hmm. A, I'm not a big fan of ghosting because I feel like ghosting always still leaves the door open a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like Fair. if you were to express yourself, I don't care, you could be aggressive, but at least express yourself and tell him, I'm not the one, fuck you, you can't try this with me, I have a different set of standards than you, obviously, when it comes to people I'm talking to, blah, 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 blah. I feel like that closes the door more than any of these other options. And I wouldn't set the boundary because, like I said, he showed you his true colors. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the business of making excuses for grown men. Yes. Yes. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes. You feel me? Yes. yes. I feel you. I feel you. I also agree. I would mostly tell them to just fuck off. I would obviously mm-hmm. not respond that night. Mm-hmm. But I also genuinely feel like if you're gonna ghost somebody this is like the best time to do it is when like they've clearly crossed your boundary and disrespected you and you're Mm. like you know what i'm just not even fucking with you anymore and you genuinely just don't talk to them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. especially if they're like a random person that you kind of met like it's pretty rare that you're going to like run across them again or something like that you know what i mean and like you know what it is in your heart. Like, I definitely feel like I have done this with people because, unfortunately, it's happened to me quite a few times Mm -hmm. where it's like, there's some people I'm like, I wasn't even really fucking with you anyways. Like, I'm not going to waste my time to even explain why I'm not fucking with you anymore. Like, that's how offended I am by this late night text, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So I think if there's any time to ghost somebody, like, if you wanted to, this would be the most appropriate time. But I do generally agree with you now that ghosting people is not the best way to do it. Yeah. Because you should always, like, let people know, like, how you were feeling, state your place and your reason. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I feel like also, once again, this is different based on who is giving you this text. Like like mm-hmm. you said, if it's a random or like someone that like you just don't even really have that many feelings for, like you're just maybe interested in because they're cute, because you had fun one time. Mm-hmm. It's easy to ghost people like that. I get that. But I feel like it's definitely ghosting is out of the question when it's someone that you have history with. Mm-hmm. And like... Let's be honest, a lot of times this situation where they're texting you late night is with someone that you have feelings with. That's true. Or that, you know what I mean? Because or you like wouldn't be thinking ex. about it twice. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it was just a random too much. Old like random sometimes ex. hit you mm-hmm. up once in a while after night and you look at them like, you're like, whatever, we don't got to continue this. Mm-hmm. But when it's the ex or if it's someone you have history with, I feel like the emotions are there. So you want to maybe give a reaction and give them an angry response or you want to maybe tell them to fuck off completely like mm-hmm. either way you want to somehow talk to them yes <laughs> okay further question honestly no it's true how do you i guess reconcile when you know God, why do you want to fucking <laughs> prolongate this it's like how will you end it how will you get closure <laughs> will you get reconciled well because okay like let's say he's like you tell him to like fuck off uh-huh. you know what i mean fuck me i, I tell him no, you tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, he said closure. So, <laughs> so it only you can only like Mid-sense. end in a fuck. Closure, fuck. Okay. Yeah, fuck. Okay. As you were saying. Yeah. Okay. How do I reconcile? What? So like, imagine you text him back because he like hit you up, you know, at midnight, uh-huh. and you respond whenever you respond, and you're like going off on him because you're like, fuck you, you crossed my boundary, as you should. How do you feel, or what do you do to feel better when he doesn't respond to that message? <laughs> so, okay, he texted me past midnight, uh-huh. and I'm angry that he that he texted me past midnight. Mm-hmm. So I tell him to fuck off. How mm-hmm. dare you, you know, disrespect me like this? Mm-hmm. That very night, I text him that. Yeah, either that very night or, or that morning. morning. Yeah, and he doesn't respond. He don't respond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to think about this because I haven't been in this situation in so yeah. long. Because I'm just so wanted and so <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to lie. My ego would be like a little hurt because yeah. it's like, I just told you how pathetic you are and I want you to text me back and tell me that you agree. <laughs> so if you don't give me that satisfaction, I feel like... I would maybe start rage texting you so more. <laughs> I mean, are we being honest? Yeah, I'd probably rage text you so much. And then honesty when I pick up the last bit of dignity that I have left, <laughs> I would not talk to you anymore. No, 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 no. This sounds like very triggered, like 2016, Sarah. That's what I would have done, yeah. really, truly. Yeah. But I think now, if that really would have happened to me, and he wouldn't have texted me back after I told him, fuck you. I would be sad, but then I would be like, damn, he really doesn't care. Right. <laughs> and then I would be like, okay, cool. I need to, like, not spend my time thinking about him. Yeah. And I also feel like I have other things going for me nowadays, so things like that won't get to me as bad as they used to when I was mm-hmm. younger. Because I feel like when you're younger, like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, your identity revolved around, like, romantic relationships so much Mm -hmm. that when something went sour like it took over your whole world so like Mm -hmm. you couldn't help but like sit there like look at your phone they text back do they care but like now 
I just feel like I'm not that needy girl anymore that's sitting there waiting for a text back. Or even, I've been in a relationship, but I, I can still tell that I'm not that girl anymore because I'm just happy doing other things as well as being in a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if that if I were to get mad over a guy like that, I wouldn't let that ruin my whole day. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I personally, like... What would you, how would you feel if you sent him that fuck you text and he didn't respond back? Like, what would really Genuinely? Genuinely? Yeah. I feel like... Okay, here's really how I feel about it. <laughs> Ready for you. I put myself out there quite a bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I shoot my shot. Like, yeah. when I was single, like, I would shoot my shot yeah. at dudes. You know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't necessarily, like, have a problem letting people know... How you feel. You know, how I'm feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So, if they clearly reject me in this way, I'm like, oh, hell no. You know what I mean? I already put myself out there. You're not going to sit here and play me like that. Like, I have no problem walking away from somebody who is, like, clearly denying me like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I have no problem showing that I'm interested, making that first move. So, you know what I mean? Like... My philosophy before was like, okay, some men are just shy. Yeah. You know, like, I have no problem, like, putting myself out there, letting them know I'm interested so then they can, like, take over. Yeah. And if you're not going to take over, then fuck off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have no problems being like, bye. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. I don't want anybody who doesn't, I don't want anybody who doesn't want me. Yeah, because that's not, what's sexy about that? Like, I find myself sexy. If you don't find me sexy, if you don't find me attractive, if you don't find me desirable, if you don't even like me, I'm looking at you like there's something wrong with you. Because, like, I see everything that I am, and from where I'm sitting, I'm pretty dope. So if you don't see it, there really is something wrong with you. And I don't know how what I saw on you if you didn't like me. Right. Another thing is, I feel like when I was younger and somebody would have ignored me like that, I would make it my end-all be-all to, like, make them communicate back to me. And I feel like it has a lot to do with my abandonment issues where I feel like I need to get people to come back. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, there's something wrong with me. But it's, like, now I've learned when people leave, like, 90% of the time it has nothing to do with me. Like, they're not ready for this. Yeah. They don't want this. They're, you know what, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that really has nothing to do with me, and it's not my job to make them feel confident enough to want to be in a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't have time for that. Either we're both in it, or we're not. And that's really it. Yep, that it. You know? Mm-hmm. And if you're not in it, I'm just not gonna waste my time with you i'm too grown i love myself too much for that that's the biggest thing i love myself too much for that these days Mm -hmm. to waste my time on anybody who's not fucking with me for real Mm -hmm. you know to be trying to convince uh, somebody that i'm dope that you're dope imagine (laughs) imagine that like honestly like what what is this a fucking interview like i'm not gonna sit here and give you my biggest no like you already know what it is right you know me right you know and but it's crazy to think that when we were younger Maya, we were with these people that knew us because we were with them for a while, yet we still felt like we had to, like, convince them to treat us with respect. Yeah. You know? hmm Imagine that. Listen, I'm not judging us because we were young and everyone has made those mistakes, but it's yeah. insane to think, like, how naive we were to what was right in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel like that's the thing it's... with this episode is that, like, it's no more excuses. Yeah. With this specific topic. Mm-hmm. With the, the fuckboy who texts you past midnight. Like, at the end of the day, it's no excuses. hmm You know what it is. If you accept it, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to explain it to you because you already know. Yeah. So stop running the other way. Right. And if that's what you want, accept that. Yeah. 
But if you want something more, then fucking ask for it. Because yeah. it's not going to be given to you any other goddamn way. Yeah. You got to ask, honey. Mm-hmm. If you want something, speak up. And I just want to say this. If a dude is hitting you up past midnight, he's not only texting you past midnight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. He may be just waiting on to see which one lands. Because... Mm-hmm. It's past midnight, and That's there isn't that many it. options. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he wasn't able to snag another option mm-hmm. in the earlier hours. Mm. I cannot with that. Don't be a second, third. We said it in uh, the episode, don't be a Yo, back burner we bitch. We used to, like, <laughs> are you, mm, we need to have an episode where we talk about, like, some of the foulest shit that, like, men have done to us. Ugh. And, like, it's gonna be, like, really, like. Do we have to? We <laughs> do? <laughs> We do, because we have to, like, obviously, for the episode, we're going to be really drunk to numb the pain, but I feel like we have to do it just so people, like, get a deeper understanding of us and the bad bitchery movement that we have started since then. Yes. You know? Because, no, we've been bad bitches since day one. It's true. But we were also young and dumb and in love and stupid. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like people will really feel like or truly understand that we're not judging them. You know what I mean? At all. I feel like people on the podcast probably understand more than maybe our YouTubers. Yeah. I mean, I try to say like a like little it, but yeah, know. little thing in between each YouTube video where mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I, ain't I just want you. You, just to let you all know we're not coming from a judgmental place. Right. We're coming from experience <laughs> and we're letting you know what we went through. So hopefully it helps you mm-hmm. and helps prevent you from going through it. Mm-hmm. That's it, really. Well, you guys, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Yeah. Third. <laughs> we love you. We love so you. Much. Go interact with us on our socials. Send mm-hmm. us DMs. We would love follow to talk to Twitter. you guys about the topics. And if you don't follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube, I don't know what you're doing. Go check Do us that. out. Charmed and Dangerous on there. You can even comment on the videos that relate to this, to these topics, mm-hmm. and you know we can engage with you on there as well. Mm-hmm. Go follow us on Instagram, Charmed and Dangerous on there. Twitter, Charm and Danger. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple. Yeah. Tell your friends about us. Show us, us some love. <laughs> and yes, we will talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We know it's crazy out there, but yeah. you know, Be stay safe. safe. Be healthy. Mm-hmm. Protect yourself. This is not our fight. We already won. Stay right. home. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the government doesn't get thrown over. Right. Peace and love. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>